Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. And let's see, it is the 28th day of March. It is the sixth day in the month of Nisan. We are nine days away from Pesach, and we are broadcasting today, this morning, from our Nefesh Benefesh temporary studio. Imagine this. Thursday, we were in our permanent Manhattan studio at the big dedication. Friday, at our permanent studio in Teaneck, New Jersey, and now in our temporary facility at Nefesh Benefesh headquarters in Jerusalem, Israel. And you're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs> Thank 
חמודות נגלרז, חזות לילה, ויהי בחצי הלילה. ואיש חמודות נגלרז, חזות לילה, ויהי בחצי הלילה. משתכר בכלי קודש, נהרג בו. Thank <laughs> <laughs>
show frustration perhaps this song will help them understand I've got the here come pace up blues a Jewish woman's gotta pay her dues but my heart is pounding and my brain feels numb thinking about those tiny crumbs I got the here come pace up blues oh yeah I got the here come pace up Traveled halfway across the world to see a sage 
He lived like such a poor man in this day and age I said, where's your leather couches? Where's your golden chandelier? Where's your walk-in closet For all the stuff you could wear? Well, all you got's that suitcase, my friend, ain't that true? I said, yeah, but you know that I'm just passing through. And that's when he said, I'm just like you. I'm just passing through, just like you. My heart wants to feel something that's real. And my mind hopes to find treasures of another kind. And if you had my eyes, you'd see a palace for you and me. Although we've been forever living in this town, people say he never really settled down. They say, where's your leather couches? Where's your golden chandelier? Where's your walk-in closet? stuff you could wear The neighbors talk but they don't understand The things he's collecting you can't hold in your hand Like he said I'm just like you I'm just passing through just like you My heart wants to feel something My mind hopes to find treasures of another kind And if you had my eyes, you'd see a palace for you and me
Shatamidim, <laughs> <laughs> 
הרמתי את ידיי, ביקשתי מחילה. ושם, מתוך החושך, בתוך האפלה, ממעמקים קרתיך, בתפילה זכה. הנשמה צועקת לאהבה וחום, אהבה היא ברוח, רוצה את המקום. הנשמה צועקת לחום ואהבה, אהבה היא ברוח, קרובה היא לצלך. בתוך האפלה, אני פתאום הבנתי, הרגשתי אהבה. הנשמה צועקת לאהבה וחום, אהבה היא ברוח, רוצה את המקום. הנשמה צועקת לחום ואהבה, אהבה היא ברוח, קרובה היא לצלך.
Seulamat, Ma Bikesh Lovin Arami, what Lovin Arami tried to do to Kla Yisrael, Shabikesh Liakores Akol, he tried to uproot everything, Gans Kla Yisrael, but throughout the generations, there always was another Lovin, another Haman, another Russia who tried to destroy Kla Yisrael. Everywhere I shut my eyes, shut my ears, and now Cause I know there's a better day coming, blowing in from the north and south. But I don't give up, I let my love shine bright. I won't give up, no, 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 no. down for the way that I look for what I wear it's just this skin I bear it's just this skin I bear cause there'll come a time when all men and all men will live as 
least I do believe So I don't give up I let my love shine bright Won't give up, no, 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 no Gets a little closer every day. May seem a million miles away, but it gets a little closer every day.
JM in the AM. One of my favorites from Yehuda Green, Shirat Hayam. You heard Don't Give Up, done by Aryeh Kunstler. Miami with Ahisha Amda. They've got an amazing... Uh, some amazing choices when it comes to Pesach music. That's Miami with Vihisha Amda. Haneshama Tzoeket, done by Sandy Shmueli. Yaakov Young's latest, Vishinantam. Histarta, that's from Sholi. Eighth Day, Had Just For You. Journeys with the Pesach Blues. I hope Shlemy Ash was listening to that song. It's one of the few songs I know of that has a direct, uh, <laughs> that has a direct reference to the Homoak. <laughs> so I certainly hope that uh, that he heard that. Uh, Yosef Karduner, brand new with Vayihiba Halila. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a, what is today? Tuesday. Sometimes it's hard to make sure you uh, keep track of all the different days. Uh, but welcome to a Tuesday, everybody. A Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. We are in Jerusalem. That always sounds nice when we say that. It's hard to believe I'm able to set things up and uh, connect to where we need to be connected to and uh, and take care of what has to be taken care of and be able to sit here in the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters in Jerusalem and do a radio show. It's pretty remarkable and amazing. Thank you to the Siegel family, Rabbanit Rivka Segal and her wonderful husband, Rabbi Yigal Siegel. They're the ones in charge of storing equipment in the Jerusalem area, and I thank them in addition to the fact that they actually gave me their their home to um, use as a radio studio yesterday. So if you're wondering what the background noise was yesterday and why we sounded the way we did yesterday, we were in the Siegel home, where I'm sure we'll be on the air again uh, at some point this week. And a big thank you to um, Avrami, because when, ev- when all this is going on, when all of these uh, different procedures are proceeding in order to allow us to broadcast from halfway around the world. Avrami's making sure that our network continues to operate as smoothly as possible. And for that, I thank him. For that, I thank him, and for that, uh, I am indebted to him. He does a great job making sure we are always on when we need to be on. And again, I thank him for that. So thank you, Avrami. Uh, and to his family, who are um, very patient when he makes sure that our network is uh, is on the air, and thank God, staying on the air. Um, so here we are. With all that being said, here we are broadcasting from the Holy Land. Uh, last Thursday, we had the opportunity to celebrate in our permanent studio in New York City. Last Friday, we had the opportunity to celebrate in our permanent studio in Teaneck, New Jersey, and um, now we have an opportunity to do a little celebration, if you will, at our temporary studio at Nefesh Benefesh headquarters in Jerusalem, where if you're interested in pursuing Aliyah, if you're interested in checking out how amazing it is to be living in the Holy Land, how incredible it would be to actually move here, um... You just go to the web, nbn.org.il. Again, that's nbn.org.il, or feel free to give them a call at 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. That's it. Simple as that. A couple of traditional methods. Yeah, even now the Internet is a traditional method. A couple of traditional methods to go ahead and to um, and to get in touch with our friends at Nefesh Benefesh. 
So here we are, just nine days away from Pesach, this coming Friday morning, Erev Shabbos HaGadol. We hope to have our uh, final weekly update before the big holiday. That'll be at about 7.40 a.m. Eastern time. Hopefully the schedule here, the Erev Ufruf schedule, will be... um, will be solid and we'll be able to make the time at 2.40 p.m. Israel time to bring you the weekly update. I really hope that works out. Bezrat Hashem. Avrami's going to be quarterbacking that whole situation. On Thursday, yet another situation that Avrami's going to be quarterbacking. And that is the um, what we call the Erev Pesach, Pesach Products Program. When Rabbi Schoenfeld and Rabbi Gersten... And Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum are all expected to participate and partake in being guests in our airwaves. And anybody out there has a Pesach question, whatever it might be, anybody out there has a Pesach question, you can simply email it to me, nachum at nachumsegel.com, nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at nachumsegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Send me the question. We'll include it in Thursday's show. Make sure when you send that email, you put Pesach question in the subject line. Again, when you send that email, make sure to put Pesach question in the subject line. And we'll make sure to include your question on Thursday here at JM and the AM. The Seder is Wednesday night, so we're talking about uh, a few days remaining before Pesach. We're going to try to get Jay Booksbaum on at some point. I'm thinking maybe Monday we'll have an opportunity to speak to him on the air regarding kosher wines a lot of people are going to wait till monday and tuesday and maybe even wednesday to make their wine purchases so we'll see if we could do that bezrat hashem and get everybody on before we hit the um hit the big holiday next wednesday night all right see how that works out see what happens and uh, we'll try our best to bring everything to you tomorrow mayor fertig is going to be sitting in for me and i thank him he'll actually be in his permanent teaneck studio not ours he'll be doing it from his permanent teaneck studio so mayor Ferdig tomorrow morning you know the routine you know the drill treat him well and he'll treat you well to say the least he'll treat you well even if you don't treat him well uh so he'll be on tomorrow morning between six and nine avrami will host a live lunch from beit shemesh today between 11 and 1 and tomorrow he'll host from and tomorrow yes Wag will host a wednesday live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and then Thursday. Um, Yossi Zweig will host a Thursday live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Our friends at Art Scroll have some amazing and incredible publications. This is not a new piece of information. This audience knows it very well. Our friends at Art Scroll have some uh, incredible and amazing publications. That is something that is well known. Our friends at Art Scroll invite you to check out Rabbi Daniel Gladstein's brand new Haggadah Shol Pesach. Revolutionary insights into the Haggadah, the Exodus, and the final redemption. Go to um, artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, artscroll.com. Use promo code radio for your free shipping and your major discount. They've got a lot of Haggadahs, some incredible brand new publications. Wonderful items, all available now at artscroll.com. Take advantage and make sure to use promo code radio. You know the rule, always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. There are many amazing campaigns that we are involved with right now. One of them is the um, campaign to help our friends at New Jersey NCSY. 
New Jersey NCSY is heading to Six Flags, Great Adventure and Safari on three days of Cholomoed, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Buy your tickets at ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. We've got um, a concert going on on Monday, Cholomoed. That's right, Monday, Cholomoed concert with Simcha Liner and Maishi Tischler is happening Monday. The big concert is Monday. That's concert day at Six Flags, and Kosher Pesach food will be av- available for purchase from Riverdale Kosher Market both Sunday and Monday. But again, they'll be down there three days of Cholamoid, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Information, tickets, etc. ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com, or 201-862-0250, 201-862-0250. Also, remember... We are in the midst of an amazing campaign like we are every hour of Pesach to donate as many tickets as possible to underprivileged children and their families so they can enjoy a great day at Six Flags. How do you donate tickets? Go to ncsygreatadventure.com. At the top of the page, you'll see a tab that says Donate Tickets. It's $53 a ticket. Give one, give four, donate 10. Help families and the youngsters who are not in a position financially to afford a great Cholomoid adventure at Great Adventure to enjoy a great Cholomoid day. Again, it's ncsygreatadventure.com with all the information, ncsygreatadventure.com. When you get to the page, click on Donate Tickets and be as generous as possible. And I hope everybody in this audience participates. I really hope so. The people at Yad Ezra Vashulamit, Yad Ezra Vashulamit, they are part of our Pesach campaign because they are serving, or I should say servicing, thousands and thousands of families in Israel with special Pesach baskets so that people can get through the holiday. Uh, no No matter what it is that they need, um, our friends at Yad Ezra Vishulamit are trying to provide as much as possible for those who are in Israel who are experiencing poverty. They take very seriously what we say in the Haggadah, whoever is hungry, let him come eat. And now, in the effort to not let anybody go hungry, especially now during Pesach, Yad Ezra Vishulamit is distributing over 55,000 food baskets and hundreds of thousands of food vouchers. How do you participate? yadezra.net that's yadezra e-z-r-a dot net slash seagull or dial 866-978-5049 866-978-5049 help, help Yad Ezra Vishulamit turn a time of despair to a time of celebration for those families in need in Israel yadezra.net slash seagull yadezra.net slash seagull all right, JM in the AM. We have time for one more selection before we head to uh, before we head to the top of the hour. This is a Pesach classic, and we're going to be playing it a bunch of times. I bet between now and the start of the holiday at JM in the AM. Lo 
Jam in the AM. Lois Avocino, that great classic from Diaspora. Wrapping up the hour. It's a great classic, and it's also an amazing Pesach song, frankly. <laughs> there it is for you at JM in the AM. As you wrap up hour number one, we are at the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters in Yerushalayim. We're calling it our temporary Jerusalem studio. And uh, those of you who are regular listeners know exactly what I mean by that. Uh, it's been amazing celebrating recently all the different studios, and there's nothing like being here in Jerusalem. Mayor Furtick tomorrow. I'm back Thursday. Don't forget our Pesach products program is Thursday. Any questions you have, simply uh, email me 
NahumandNahumSiegel.com. Again, that's NahumandNahumSiegel.com. Email me, and uh, and that's it. We're all set. Uh, put the put the words Pesach question in the subject line. Pesach question in the subject line. Ask whatever you wish, and we'll do that on Thursday with our panel right here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web at AlchemySingle.com and the AlchemySingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Golly, on the background. There are news from Israel coming up, and of course, plenty more. Pesach begins Wednesday night, a week from tomorrow night, the great holiday. How amazing and incredible is that, huh? Oh, it's amazing and incredible, all right. That I can tell you. Galit Sal in the background. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a uh, Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM and the M. גלי צהל מירושלים השעה שתיים באולפן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. נשיא המדינה יצחק הרצוג התייחס בצהריים להשעיית החקיקה המשפטית ואמר בנאום ביד ושם אני מקווה שעצירת החקיקה תביא את ההידברות כנה. אני מקווה לכל ליבי שאתמול שינינו כיוון בחברת המדינה ושההזדמנות שנותרה עם עצירת החקיקה תביא עם ההידברות כנה, רצינית ואחראית. אין ספק כי זהו רגע רגיש בדבריו של הנשיא הביא כתבתנו בבירה נועה ברנס. בתוך כך מובילי מחאת המילואים, אחים לנשק, הודיעו, החלטנו לתת הזדמנות למהלך ההידברות, אבל אנחנו מוכנים ומאורגנים לחדש את המחאה בזמן קצר, אם יתברר שפסק הזמן מנוצל בציניות להמשך הפגיעה בדמוקרטיה. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. ברקע המתיחות מול נתניהו, שר הביטחון יואב גלנט הגיע לפני זמן קצר למשרד ראש הממשלה. גלנט צפוי להשתתף בדיון ביטחוני. כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב שהביא את הפרטים מזכיר כי נתניהו עדיין לא שלח לו את מכתב הפיטורין. חבר הכנסת יולי אדלשטיין, יושב ראש ועדת החוץ והביטחון מהליכוד, אומר אצל אמיר איבגי ביומן הצהריים, זו טעות, צריך לתת לגלנט להמשיך ולהוביל. יש בעיות בצד של האויבים, יש בעיות בצד שלנו, ולכן זה ממש לא הזמן, זה לא עיתוי טוב לחילופי גברא במשרד הביטחון. צריך להניח את זה בצד, להחזיר את שר הביטחון לתפקידו, ולתת לו להמשיך להוביל את משרד הביטחון. חוק החמץ אושר לפני שעה קלה בקריאה שנייה ושלישית במליאת הכנסת. החוק מאפשר למנהלי בתי חולים לאסור הכנסת חמץ בפסח, לתלות שלטים שמודיעים על כך ולהציב אדם בכניסה שיעדכן את הנכנסים באיסור. ראש האופוזיציה יאיר לפיד תקף מעל דוכן הכנסת את החוק ואמר, זו כפייה, זה יפרק את חג הפסח. מנגד יוזם החוק, חבר הכנסת משה גפני, השיב לו, לא מדובר בכפייה. יש לי זכויות. ולא יכפו עליי את היהדות. מה שאתם עושים עכשיו יכפיל את זה וישלש את זה. אנחנו מכריחים אנשים לאכול מצות. תגידו, אתם השתגעתם? איפה יש מילה אחת בחוק הזה על כפייה? מדבריהם מביא כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. פרקליט המדינה עמית אייסמן קיבל את הערר שהוגש על סגירת התיק בפרשת הסוהרות. 
והוראה להעמדתם לדין בכפוף לשימוע של מפקד כלא גלבוע לשעבר וקצינה המודיעין לשעבר של הכלא בגין עבירות של מרמה והפרת אמונים ואי מילוי חובה רשמית. מדווחת כתבתנו עדה שטייף. פרקליט המדינה הורה על העמדתן לדין בכפוף לשימוע של מפקד כלא גלבוע לשעבר, באסם קשקוש וקצין המודיעין של הכלא, רני באשה, זאת בגין עבירות של מרמה והפרת אמונים ואי מילוי חובה רשמית. בנוסף, בשל חומרים שנאספו, החליט גם על העמדתו לדין של האסיר הביטחוני, עטאללה, בגין עבירות של אינוס ומעשים מגונים. בעקבות ההחלטה מבקשת עורך דינן של הסערות והנפגעות להקים ועדת חקירה ממלכתית בעניינן. מזג האוויר למחר צפוי גשם מקומי בצפון הארץ ותחול ירידה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך יואב מאיסי.
a chance to read the history of harder days Pharaoh made us slaves that louse and thanks to his misdeeds we weren't freed he got the bill now let's drink four cups in the house come Seder with us so late you're coming along you must and after all the afi comb and we can eat the Seder is best here with us come Seder with us Come Seder with us. Here with the family. The moral will be... So strong. No fear. Ha! Rosa will dip along. Come Seder with us. Miss Ubin. Come lean to the side. Left on the furniture. We have so much wine to spare. Hey, look. There's a pillow on every chair. We will sing the Hisha Amda with sincerity. Spill wine purposely. Close call. Say hi to Eliyahu Hanavi walking in. Take a sip in front of all. Come Seder with us real late. You're coming along. You must. And after all the recitations we can sing. The Seder is best. Here with us, the Seder is best at home. The will be so strong. Remember the Misubim. The pillow is on the chair. And we will tell the story how they worked as hard those days. We were really slaves. Build now. When God split the sea, Pharaoh did not have free will. The angel passed over the house. The Seder will end real late. We really did have a press. But after all the recitation, we can stay. The Seder is best here with us. Come Seder with us at home. Come Seder with us. Here with the family, the moral will be so strong. No fear, ha, Rosa will dip along. Come stay with us, Misubin. Come stay with us, left on the furniture. We have so much wine to spare. Who wants 
more. Mozzarella's lots to share. You'll have a chance to read the history of harder days. Pharaoh made us slaves, that louse. And thanks to his misdeeds, we weren't free. He got the bill. Now let's drink four cups in the house. The Seder will end real late. You're coming along. You must. And after all the afikomen, we can eat. The Seder is back. Here with us.
In the AM with Hashata done by uh, Avramo, Avram Freed. Words we're going to say at the Haggadah. Schlockrock before that with Come Seder with us. <laughs> Anna Avda from Big Heim Alterheim. Big time Alterheim, I should say, here on a JM in the AM Tuesday morning. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount at all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. And frankly, I don't know how anybody can get through Pesach without incredible and delicious A&H products. So check them out in your supermarket today. As we always say, try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. That's an understatement. You'll be glad, all right. My gosh, incredible, I'll tell you. Really amazing. Our friends at A&H are really amazing. Simple as that. A lot of great Kosher Pesach products by by the way with A&H. A lot of great Kosher Pesach products. One of the best ways to get... uh, through Pesach is with our friends at A&H because they have a lot of these products that um, serve as both meals and snacks. So, you know, when you're, when you're aiming toward, uh, you know, giving your family something delicious, when they just want something to eat already, after all, you know. After all, it's a Wednesday afternoon. The Seder's not for a few hours. We need something to eat, you know. A&H will come in quite handy, that's for sure. Our friends at ShopEichlers.com have introduced the free same-day delivery with no minimums between now and the holiday of Pesach. A special promotion, valid until Pesach begins, free same-day delivery with no minimums. What are the same-day delivery zones? If you're in what area can you take advantage of same-day delivery? Well, if you're in Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie and the surrounding areas, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, Jackson, they are all in the same-day delivery zone. Go to shopeichlers.com and take advantage. Shopeichlers.com, take advantage. Now, also right now, with your $150 purchase at shopeichlers.com, you get the Rabbi Blumenkrantz 2023 Pesach Digest absolutely free. What do you think of that? Just add the item to your bag and uh, use promo code PESACH. Simple as that. And you get the laws of PESACH 5783 from Ray Blumenkrantz. 
uh, just for shopping at shopeichlers.com. Check it out today. You'll be very happy you did. Shopeichlers.com. Again, shopeichlers.com. Wishing everybody a chag kosher v'sameach. We are at Nefesh Benefesh. That is our temporary Jerusalem broadcast center in Yerushalayim. We are live. I thank all of you for tuning in during this very extra special time. Much appreciated, to say the least. Hey, I want to say hi to Chef Beret. He just texted me. Hey, Chef. I bet your Chef Beret is making some uh, delicious and incredible items for Pesach. I just have a feeling, knowing him. <laughs> uh, here's a classic. Yeah, this this became a Pesach classic a few years back. Uh, Yaakov Shweki, Yonatan Razel, you're listening to JM in the AM.
כבר צריכים להכיר את זה. Yaakov Shweki Yonatan Razel Vihishamda Oh, that's a good one That is a good one That is a good one Pesach next week Unbelievable Pesach products program This Thursday If you have a Pesach question For our panel Then uh, email it Nachum at NachumSiegel.com Nachum N-A-C-H-U-M At NachumSiegel N-A-C-H-U-M S-E-G-A-L Dot com Again, NachumandNachumSiegel.com. Make sure to put Pesach question in the uh, in the subject line. Put Pesach question in the subject line. Keep that in mind. Um, that's for Thursday. Tomorrow, Mayor Fertig sits in. I thank him in advance. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NachumSiegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Um... <laughs> Schlock Rock Seder song says Chaya what fun wondering if you can get BB to join Malcolm on Friday all I know is there are a lot of members of the Siegel family who are glad that the airport strike is over <laughs> that was a very very big challenge to calm everybody down boy <laughs> but it looks like uh, things will be okay as we always know things will be okay but you got my point um one of the highlights for us on Thursday was when my Goldwasser joined us live in studio. That was remarkable and wonderful. And I can't thank him enough. Uh, we'll go to him a drop early. And, oh, I have to ask Rabbi Goldwasser about next Wednesday. we got to get to see him on the air at some point there of Pesach, right? Yeah. Boy, there's a lot to, lot to do. A lot to do with these shows. <laughs> you know, I thought, I thought I'd leave the United States and somehow be taken care of by themselves, but it doesn't work that way, it seems. <laughs> Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Talmud in Sanhedrin tells us, Kishem Shanoisen HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bereshoim Lekabel Poronosom that just like Hashem gives those who are evil the ability to receive their own punishment, so too 
Hashem gives to the tzaddikim, the koyach, lekabel toivason, to accept their great reward, no matter how great it is. When Hashem punishes a rasha because he or she did wrong, it is only that the individual should realize their sin, their wrongdoing, and do tshuva. However, we should realize that Hashem will only give the sinner the punishment that the person can endure. Because if it was too difficult, if he could not endure it, then it would be forcing the one who has done riches, the one who has committed evil, to repent. We know that everything is done because of our own free will. When it says in the Torah, Vayechzak Hashem eslev paro, that Hashem strengthened the heart of Paro. We think that Hashem took away Paro's innate ability to do tshuva. However, this is not true. The Zerashimshan says that when it says that Hashem strengthened his heart, it was only that Paro would have the strength and the wherewithal to be able to go through a period of punishment, have introspection, a period of self-reflection, and then do tshuva. However, Paro took it the other way. Instead of recognizing what he did until the very end, he continued to deny the providence of Hashem in this world. All of us have this great power that even chas if a person has been down, even if we pass through a period of time where we wonder why brachos have not come to us, we should only know that Hashem wishes that we all do tshuva, that we all repent, that we all come closer. The great Klosenberger Rebbe was in the concentration camp during the Second World War. He endured years of torture. One night, a Jew had told the Klosenberger Rebbe about his life. He admitted that he turned his back on Hashem. He left Yiddishkeit. He married out. He did everything wrong, nothing according to Torah. The Klosenberger Rebbe spent the entire night crying and begging this wayward Jew to come back. Shortly before dawn, this Jew told the Klosenberger Rebbe, I accept the great Rebbe's words. I want to do tshuva shalema and I confess my sins. The night ended. The next day, this Jew returned his neshama back to Hashem. He died completely righteous, a repentant Jew. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
a.m. in the a.m. No need to identify where we are right now because all of you know we are in Jerusalem, thank God. Baruch Hashem. And I hope, even though I, I never like to do anything or say anything on the air or make someone jealous, in this case, when it comes to Yerushalayim, I think it's halachically fine to make someone jealous who's not in Jerusalem. I could check with the right fast, but I have a feeling he's going to agree with me. It might be the exception when jealousy actually is encouraged to seep into our way of life when one is jealous of others who are in Jerusalem at this time. Uh, anyway, so Thursday we had the opportunity to dedicate our Manhattan permanent studio, Friday our Teaneck permanent studio, and today is the big celebration of our temporary studio here in Jerusalem at Nefesh Benefesh headquarters. Rabbi Yoshua. Soon to be permanent. Soon, soon to, to be permanent. permanent. Rabbi Yoshua Fass, of course, is co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh. I'm walking here today through Cinema City, and I'm saying to myself, I promise you this happened. I say to myself, this is what it's going to be like walking into work every day, huh? <laughs> Depends where you find your space. but <laughs> Hey, I told you. I only need this, you know, once every two weeks. I can do, good. I can do it from wherever I'm living in Israel On location. at that point. I can do it from wherever I am. Yeah, maybe that place in the Golan that you hinted mm. to me yes. you know, might be in our future. Who knows? You know, after adjusted the temperatures, I'd prefer to hotter, hotter weather. Listen, Rabbi Fass, yes, before we sir. discuss a million different things, and I could spend the rest of the show with you, but I have Rahmanas on you because I know you're busy. Bless you. But I must start with this. You and I, and, and it's really you, but then when I found out about it, I, I, I made it. It's sort of like uh, when, I, when I was thanking Dougie for all he did for Thursday's event, I wrote, I've always viewed myself as an original partner of Dougie. So when it, when it comes to you, I, I always feel like if Ray Fast involved in a project that I like, it's really a Fast Seagull project. Uh, it's, not just, it's not just a Fast project. I started seeing your business cards. I say co-founder. <laughs> but it's okay. We'll let it be. Anyway, partner. Yes. Anyway. So there were times when you made an effort. I don't want to say out of frustration, that's not fair. And it's certainly, if it's accurate, it's certainly not fair to say it on the air. But you made an effort to try to convince rabbinic leaders in the United States that they must start incorporating some discussion about the future of the Jewish people being in the state of Israel. And you've made this effort off, Correct. off and on for different Sometimes times. successful. Right. Sometimes, sometimes, right, sometimes formally, sometimes informally, yes. sometimes successful, something like that. Do one thing with me this morning. With all the things we could talk about, there's so much going on. Let's do one thing together. And I've told you about my personal experience with this. Let us beg any rabbinic leader who's listening right now, you, especially if you're in Chutzlaretz, only if you're in Chutzlaretz, please utilize the drusha for Shabbos Hagadol. Not to discuss what ingredients are allowed in Charoses. And not to discuss what the shear of murr is. I'm begging you. Please utilize it to tell people it's Nissan. It is the National Rosh Hashanah Month. It is such an important month in so many ways. It's, when you think about the, you know, the tra tra trajectory of the importance or the meaning of months on the Jewish calendar, Nissan is way, way, way up there. There's so many important facets to it. Please utilize the Shabbat Hagadol Drusha to inspire your congregation when it comes to a national message. Speak about Israel. Speak about your own feelings toward Israel. Speak about things that the synagogue should be doing vis-a-vis -vis Israel. I know, and Rabbi Fass, you're going to be shocked by this. I know that the shear of Murrah is important. I know it. Mm. I know that we need to know exactly how much Murrah one needs to fulfill the mitzvah that we say a bracha over. I get it. And I understand that whether one or two or three questionable items that one wants to put in charoses, I understand that that's a valid conversation. But uh, join me. 
in begging rabbinic leaders outside of Israel to utilize the opportunity this Shabbat to convey a national message. Amen. No, I I have no problem, and I don't think anyone should have a problem with with talking about marashi urim or haroset ingredients. I think they're part and parcel of the observance, and I think ritual has a very significant play, obviously, within our experience and the experiential elements of Pesach. But just don't stop there. And, and, and that has been the v'hotzeiti v'hitzalti v'ga'alti v'lakachti, four cups of wine, and having that kos in the middle, which we refer to as kos Eliyahu, but many call it the kos chamishi, just bring it to the next stage of the heveti, Ella Aretz. And just don't stop at the shiurim for the maror or the shiurim of the haroset, as a starting with the gnai or the galut or the shibud. Take it to the full cherut. Take it to the full level of freedom. And freedom comes with a lot of challenges. Freedom means that you have options. Freedom requires you to dream. Freedom propels you to the next stage. Now, are we ready for that? Because we're living in that time. We're living in that element or that existence, and I call it the marvelous miracle of our times that we're in. We have that option. The Heveti is on the table. Do we grab it? Do we change, as the Mishabur says, do we change and morph our Seder experience of morphing and moving the Hallel to incorporate the fifth coast? Or do we just look at it from afar, scared to take that option, scared to even contemplate what that level of freedom means and that level of freedom of religious expression is? So I just, I beg, maybe with a capital B, a lowercase b, that Enjoy your Shabbos Agadol Drashos on the minutia of any level that you want. Just don't let it stop there. Don't pause. Don't leave it at a cliffhanger. <laughs> Take the story to the fullest expression of Eveti Aretz and just allow the individuals to or your congregants to struggle with this notion of what it means to be a free Jew. A free Jew without the shackles of not only enslavement, but the shackles of not being able to charter our own destiny. And if we are free to really charter our own destiny, then for crying out loud, <laughs> let's explore what it means to be fully Jewish, a full community and nation fulfilling its destiny. Sometimes, as we've seen for the last few weeks, and it's ups and downs and the roller coasters of expression of what it means to be an am, a nation, choosing its own destiny. But struggle with it. Challenge yourselves with it. Let it be a conversation at the table. Not it be a dayenu, just for the haroset, <laughs> dayenu for the maror, dayenu for avadim hayinu, a power bin mitzrayim, challenge ourselves to where are we right now and what is our future as a people someone once said to me the real show because in reference to this show i'll tell you off the air who it was the real show is is the shabbos table what did they mean they meant that at the shabbos table one has an opportunity to have a feeling i've never been to your shabbos table but i have a feeling that you know many would call it a performance not in a derogatory manner but just a an experience an experience led by you your wife etc you know experience and at the shabbos table one has a million opportunities 
to convey different messages to their family. And, of course, because Shabbos is once a week, you really have that chance to, to pound it home, so to speak. The Seder is that type of experience. The Seder's a show. It's a performance. Again, not saying in a derogatory fashion, but really in an exciting fashion, an opportunity to really, I mean, how many kids out there well, you know, how many adults talk about what the Seder was like as a kid and what they remember? And certainly a lot of those messages are things that they carry for the rest of their lives. We have an opportunity. I'm yelling at the rabbis. You know, let's take the responsibility upon ourselves. We have an opportunity to impress on our families, you know, where we need to be going. And if the fifth cup is really part of our lives or if we're looking at it from far away, etc. So I'm calling on the rabbis, the Seder leaders, everybody to try. I'm begging you to try to really to to really propel forward the meaning of Pesach. There you go. Beautiful. This year, you're you're going to you're getting ready for Pesach Seder in Israel. Mitzpah Yericho, Yer HaKodesh. Is it a holy city, Taka? Oh, I know. Every, every, city, every city is holy. Yeah. Why not? Can you imagine that? Someone said to me yesterday, it may actually have been Stacey Siegel. If, if July 1st I said to you that you will be making a wedding in Israel in April, I mean, it's, it's a dream. It's an absolute dream. But it is what it is, Baruch Hashem. So here we are, and that's the reason I'm here right now. Last week, we had an opportunity to be at the MedEx conference. I, wanted to, I was thinking of how to start this conversation, so I'm in the hotel room before, and I'm, you, know, you know me, I'm trying to think of something clever to really you know, jump right in, because I like diving right into stuff with you when you're on the air. Sure. So, so my, my opening, before I thought of the whole rabbi thing with the shop, I was going to be that I decided after last week's event to become a doctor. So I wanted, it's never too late. I wanted, never I too wanted late. your help to explore some medical school options with me and to, you know, get myself a real job after all this time. Were you around when the ho- the hotel worker passed out? You're oh, not serious. after you left. Oh, my gosh. Meaning in front of the hallway over there. There was a custodian who was in the hallway, and he fainted. And the security guard ran over, was checking his pulse. Is he there was a fine, doctor? And they screamed, is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> 200 people are in the hallway. It was great. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. I hope the gentleman's doing it's well. It's fine. It's fine. But the reason it's so funny in this context is remember what I said to you when you said that you and Tony were thinking about a special MedEx flight? Yes. I said, that's the flight <laughs> exactly. to get sick on. It's <laughs> so right after you said it. <laughs> How do you like that? Pretty amazing. Rabbi Yoshua Fass is with us, reminding everybody about the importance of imprinting the incredible uh, future of the uh, Jewish people onto the hearts and minds of our children at the Seder, and of course, always, and that's um, by reminding them that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel, simple as that. Um, And I thank you for uh, all your good wishes. Last week was spectacular in New York, Baruch Hashem. Had a little ceremony in New Jersey on Friday, and then right after that, it's like, and then then I just came to Israel and broadcasting from here. Did you have a chance to digest? First Thursday. of all, being on the show, doing a show consecutively for nine hours is unbelievable. The feeling, you know, when you're doing something you love and it's just nonstop is unbelievable. Like a malabinateva. It's really, really funny. So that was, that was a unique experience. Uh, but yeah, you know, we look these days, thank God. Sometimes I don't always thank God for this, but thank God everything's documented immediately and the pictures are out and every word you say is in your archive forever. You know, so it really makes it uh, come to life when you see all these pictures immediately. Um, It was a great celebration. From afar, watching, listening, seeing the pictures. There was one particular picture I'm glad you saw, mm. and that was the one of the mezuzah that the Fast family yes. donated to uh, the Nachum Siegel Network, and that was the one that Rybero Feinstein 
affixed to the front door of the studio. So we have a slight connection to the Holy Land there. A, a small little memento of the Holy Land. I hope it was made in Israel and not like made in China because <laughs> oh, no. that would be really sad. Rabbi, please. Don't, <laughs> oh, no, don't tell me that. No, I didn't even think of no, it. No, I got it here. I got it here, Baruch Hashem. Thank God. Boy, oh, boy. Anyway, so there you have it. That's the... Uh, How preparations for the wedding coming along? I think, well, you know, uh, the majority you have of your suit? I do have a suit. You for, remember to pack your tie? I do have a suit. There is a tie. Even in Israel, you're wearing a tie? You're yeah, femo. At the wedding? So 100%. I assume you've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. A tie at the wedding. Sure. Can't I wear a tie all the time. Yeah, that's right. What am I talking about? I'm a tie man. And finally, look, it's not fair to the audience. They need to hear your perspective on this week's events. And we're not talking about the fact that the Siegel family almost didn't make it in because of the airport closure. We're talking about a, a much bigger picture. And that is the pain that's going I, I, One of the most poignant comments I heard, and again, I hesitate to repeat it in its full context because I don't know if the comparison is even fair, but someone who uh, was lamenting what was going on here, an Israeli, someone living in Israel, um, they, they sent a message that I heard that essentially was this is worse than some of the worst episodes that happen in Israel. And again, I don't want to get specific because I I don't think that's a really fair comparison, but I get the point. They were saying how difficult it is, how heart-wrenching it is, how difficult it is to to know that there's hatred around and that, you know, one hesitates to discuss things with another because of what they might feel or think about a certain issue. Now things are on pause for a little while, hopefully. I hope. I don't know what the media media is going to do. Yes. It's on pause. So people out there want to hear your perspective on the whole thing. It's still very raw, and I'm still digesting the last uh, 48 hours. Uh, We've been in the epicenter. Um, We're right across the Supreme Court, down the block from the Knesset. All of the protests have been happening outside our door for the last three, four weeks, sometimes even having us to cancel half of our day of work because they were going to close the the parking lot downstairs. So we've we've been watching this. We've been witnessing it. Um, really up close. I I disagree. I think our nation over the last 75 years has gone through um, real, real intense conflict and the resilience of our people and the unity prevails and we come back together. Uh, You have to understand, I was talking to Tony really early this morning and, and we were both discussing how it's very different. The culture, the Israeli culture is very different from diaspora jury culture that if, you're in, if you have a beef with somebody overseas and if you do not like a person, an organization, an entity, a party, that's it. Cut them <laughs> off. You're, you're cut. Uh, it, it takes a, a, a tremendous amount of time and resolution process to, to, to reunite and to, repair. and to repair that. Here, you can be screaming on top of your lungs to a person on a completely diametrically opposed opinion using rhetoric and saliva, <laughs> and the next morning you're having shakshuka with them <laughs> in, in the cafeteria or in the cafe. And you're not just talking about Knesset members. No. Because that happens no, in Washington also. No, I'm it's saying about people, amcha, real people. Amcha. Um, we've gone through assassination. We've gone through Gush Katif. We've gone through real issues. Um, this, is, this is a real, I think the megaphone and the social media and the mm. news feeds into it, and I think... Uh, the anti, especially the, the coalition today, has created a, a virulent protest. It's, I don't think it's the matters or the subject matter that's really being debated. I think it's the government itself that's being debated. Um, and, and I pray 
really with full with full intent that that we'll get over this. We have to get over this. It's um, we've gotten over so much before, and uh, and I know the people who have been. I got an email a person who has been very much involved in the resolutions between the opposition, the coalition, the president's delegation. And he wrote an email this morning to his closest friends called Hatikva, the hope. And I was waiting for him just to really just just express his frustration and just his angst and just... Uh, but no, nothing toxic, pure optimism. And uh, we're, we're vocal. There was no uh, looting. There was no, uh, you know, violence. Baruch Hashem. No smashing windows. We have hundreds of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people over the last 48 hours, we saw $100,000 from 12 o'clock, 100,000 people from 12 to 5.30. There were 50,000 outside <laughs> last night, some of them hanging from our walls of our building, but we're not going to get into <laughs> I saw that. Some pictures. Yeah, I'm still trying to digest <laughs> that and clean up the place. We're not going to get there. We're not going to go there, but it's incredible. So you've just given me another reason. You don't have to comment on this, but I'm just saying it to the audience. You've given me another reason why American Jewish leadership should reconsider um, keeping out of things when they feel they must make statements or must give their yeah, the, the perspective is a different perspective. Correct. It's, it's, they're coming Correct. from a different orientation. Right. Uh, uh, bless them that they feel passionate about it. Bless them that they feel that they have a responsibility to explain things to their congregants, but understand the perspective, understand the subject matter, understand the reasons and the motivations for both sides of the protest. And if you don't understand the nuances of it, and the perspective of it and what's at stake right. of, of this argument and the debates, you might be inflaming the situation. Right. And, and I don't like the rhetoric that's being used, especially this time around in the conflict is uh, people are throwing, I'm not even going to say it, but mm -hmm. people are throwing away, ter throwing around terminology that's just downright irresponsible. Uh, in Israel and in the diaspora. Right. Yeah, but I'm more concerned about what people are saying outside of Israel because they have to be much more careful. Um, if you're available an hour from now, a final Passover message, which I would love. Uh, if not, then we'll wish you a Chag HaShem I'm going to wish you a Chag HaShem because <laughs> I'm going to be on a Zoom in an hour from now. There we go. But it's... Uh, see you Sunday. I'll see you Sunday. Bezrat HaShem. Bezrat HaShem. Can't wait to dance. Under the chuppah, around the chuppah, That's on the wedding. Say. It's what a what stay a stay as late as you can. What stay as late as you can for the big celebration. Hey, we celebrate. we made it next door to your house. You may as well. <laughs> I'm gonna go home, come back, <laughs> go home for some dinner. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Thank you, Rabbi Fest, for everything. Uh, great to have you here. I appreciate that. Chag Kashervis Mayaf, the one and only co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, Rabbi Yoshua Josh Fast. Information about all of this. NBN.org.il. That's NBN.org.il and 8664-Aliyah. If you're a leader of a family or a leader of a community, spend Shabbat Hagadol talking about the future of the Jewish people. Yeshua is a 
Tuesday morning broadcast, nine days away from the big day, the holiday of Pesach. And um, my thanks to Rabbi Fast for joining us. We are at the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters, our temporary Jerusalem studio in, um, in Jerusalem. And uh, there we go. And um, what can I say? We've got... Uh, We've got nine days to go to the big holiday. If you have a Pesach question for our panel on Thursday, we're going to open up for questions uh, with uh, Rabbi Schoenfeld and Rabbi Gersten and uh, Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum of J Drugs. We have a specific question about Pesach and Pesach products. We'll do that this coming Thursday morning. Send them in advance to nachomandnachomsegel.com. Again, nachomandnachomsegel.com, and just put in the subject line Pesach question. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. One of our favorite guests is Rabbi Danielle Gladstein. Rabbi Gladstein has some amazing books, as you know. Our friends at ArtScroll continue to recommend not only the brand new Haggadah, but all of his great works. Go to ArtScroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, ArtScroll.com. Use promo code radio. Rav Daniel Gladstein on the Haggadah. Revolutionary insights into the Haggadah, the Exodus, and the final redemption. Rabbi Daniel Gladstein, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nacham. Honored to be on your program. I appreciate that very much. Great to speak to Rabbi Gladstein. Now, we have to be careful here because because you have so many amazing things that you discuss here in the Haggadah, um, and I'd love to discuss all of them with you, but then again, we want people to use the Haggadah at the Seder, so we have to be very careful here, picking and choosing what you and I, what you and I are going to discuss. Um, okay, of course, I have, I have my questions. We got to, let's start if we can with your perspective perspective of wearing the kittel you actually discuss wearing the kittel at the seder without giving it all away rabbi gladstein what could you tell us about this uniqueness where this kittel that we associate of course with one's demise and most closely as uh, you know as living human beings with the holiday of yom kippur why are we wearing a kittel at the seder well like you said let's just give people uh what their appetite a little bit. And it's amazing. There's so many Haggadahs, but there's always more room to open up uh, new new understanding. So a few years ago, I was having a conversation with uh, Harav Penchus Friedman, who's one of the great Darshanim in the world today. And he suggested to me, it was on an Arab Pesach, that you know, there's an idea that one should only seek Torah teaching from a Rebbe if the Rebbe in the eyes of the student is on the level of an angel, on the level of a malach, and every Seder night, a parent is charged with the mission of transmitting the Masorah, transmitting the ideals of Judaism to their children, and what if the child looks up at the parent and says, uh, you know, thinks to themselves, um, my dad, he ate no angel, he ate no malach. So we put on this cloak, we put on this uh, kittel, the Nevi'im tell us that the Malachim are donned in, in white linen. And this allows the father, allows the parent to assume the role of a Malach. And thereby, it facilitates the transmission of all the great ideals that we're giving over the night of the Seder. So, so, so all, the, all the customs that we have the night of the Seder, we say they're, they're founded on, 
great mountains. There, there are so many layers of meaning for every custom that we practice. Oh, it's so amazing. And I love how you remind us that the Haggadah, which again, it might be the most published work. I mean, outside of the Torah itself and a Chumash, the Haggadah might be uh, the uh, uh, the um, uh, the book, the the publication that has the most books written about it, meaning meaning further Haggadahs like yours that are written uh, to enhance one Seder because it seems endless in terms of the approach. Now, we always use the term Baal Haggadah that is oh yet in Judaism it is not like us to not seek out the actual author of a specific work in fact when it comes to Tehillim as an example I mean although David HaMelech obviously yeah. is, is, is you know we attribute most of it to David HaMelech still there is so many debates and discussions about who it is in fact that the writer is why with the Haggadah do we go with this general term and not do what you did which is toss in some very interesting names of those who might might have been involved in the eventual formation of the Haggadah? Yeah, that, that's actually a brilliant question. So while, while you refer, we have a very lengthy essay on 10 possible candidates for who may have written the Haggadah, but, you know, it begs the question, why, has this, why is this such a mystery? You know, how could it be such a mystery? How the most published work of all time where the author is still shrouded in in, uh, in haze and uh, confusion. Right. <laughs> and, exactly. you know, there's an essay in the back of the Haggadah, which may shed some light upon this, and that is the main character, if you may say, of the Haggadah is also not mentioned in the Haggadah, and that is Moshe Rabbeinu, right. where his name basically does not appear. I mean, there is one reference, we say, by Yamino Bashem of Moshe Abdo, but you would expect I mean, we know we have a tradition. His name appears something like six hundred thirteen times in the Chumash. I mean, you got it. You would have thought he gets at least a dozen mentions, a dozen shout-outs in the Haggadah. Right. And he's he's really not he's really not there. And one of the main the, uh, the important reasons is that the Haggadah is a book of redemption of Geula. And we have a great principle: Ein Lanu Melach Gael Ela Ata. We only have one Redeemer, and that's God. And perhaps that's the reason why. It was it was sort of important not to know who wrote the Haggadah to be able whoever did write it wanted all attention deflected from themselves and all eyes on Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's the night of Anivalai Malach, Anivalai Saraf, Anivalai Shliach. It's a it's a night to focus on the uh, power and the. Um, and it works out and, perfectly uh, it works out perfectly in the reverse meaning that uh, just like we are just like just like Moshe Rabbeinu for instance, would say, hey, it's not me. You know, I'm not the one responsible for this in a good way, of course, in, in praise of the one above. We, you know, insist on, insist is the wrong word, but I think you'll know what I mean. We insist on, on yeah. only referring to him as the Balagada because we as members of the Jewish nation are going out of our way to realize and to make sure and to emphasize that it's only he, the one above with the capital H that's responsible for all of this. Absolutely. And actually, this, this insight that you just brought out is so valuable. And even after writing this Haggadah, I never crystallized it until this morning. So um, it was worthwhile to be on the program <laughs> just to be able to come out with some new insight. I appreciate you know? that. And, and, you know, I, I bring out uh, from um, Rev. Miller, Rev. Victor Miller, that 
one of the possibilities is the Haggadah is ever increasing. Every year, the more commentaries, and the Jewish people are, in a sense, the author of the Haggadah. So, and the conversation continues this morning, as we say, "V'chol Hamar v'Hariz on the Shubach." Yeah, no question about it. Yeah. I'm just thinking. A few minutes ago, we were talking about. Uh, about Israel and obviously the eventuality, the Hevesi, right, and the Fifth Cup and everything. And it's amazing when we get to the most important aspects of our tradition, the most important aspects. Our greatest leaders are are left out when it comes, I mean, again, it may be a strange comparison I'm making, but Moshe Rabbeinu never made it into Eretz Yisrael. Forget about the reasons for a moment. I'm just saying that, again, you know, he, he's not the one who brought us. The one above is the one who brought us. And, and on a much smaller level, obviously, right. as we're emphasizing, you know, when it comes to really important things in our tradition, we have to go out of our way to remember and make sure that the only one who gets all the credit is the one above. I mean, it, this works so well into Shara Bitacha. It works so well into, you know, put all your faith in the one above. It just, it, it just goes on and on and on, frankly. And, and in a lot of ways, by the way, Seder night is a night of faith. As much as every day is a day of faith for us, because as we know, when it comes to Emunah and Bitachon, it's something that needs, you know, to be exercised every single day. You need to make sure to, you know, to, to exercise that muscle. Uh, when it comes to Seder night, there's an enhanced uh, a night of Amunah and Bitachon. Leil Shimurim, right? It's, a, it's an enhanced level of, of Amunah and Bitachon, really. Absolutely. Yeah, one of my favorite ideas, uh, about the Haggadah, which is, you know, when you think about it, it's book-ended with a very unusual tefillah. We we both begin and end the Haggadah. We we begin the Haggadah, Shana Haba Ba'arad Yisrael, next year in Jerusalem. <laughs> right. And we end the Haggadah, L'Shana Haba Yerushalayim. Right. I mean, that's that's always a nice tefillah, but why begin and end the Seder, which is not about that at all. It's about the Exodus. It's about something that happened 3,300 years ago. Why begin and end with a, a prayer that next year we should be in Jerusalem? And there's a very important idea, and perhaps the most important idea, that all the events we're commemorating and all the events we're speaking about were a trial run, were a dress rehearsal of sorts, were what we call ma'aseh avoy sinamabanim, were a pre-enactment for the miracles of the final redemption. And we have to tell our children you know, we're not just re- reading a book of ancient history. This is the book as a paradigm of what the final redemption will look like. And it happened. All of these miracles, HaKadosh Baruch Hu performed in order to bring about the miracles of the future. So we have to tell our children, you know, they're coming attractions for the Jewish people. Actually, the coming attractions will be on a much grander scale. So the appropriate bookends of the Haggadah are next year in Jerusalem, because that's the, the objective of the miracles of Yitzhak Mutan. We refer to the miracles in Haggadah as Taiva Kefula Umechutelas, benefits that are doubled, multi-layered, because each benefit is multi-layered. It was for then, but it's also for the future. So, you know, when the kid sits back and says, oh, I know this story. No, no, this is, that's only the beginning. That's only the start. The real story we hope will happen for us, and that's what we're anticipating. So Shimurin, as you mentioned, could mean a night that we're guarded, but it also means a night that Hashem is waiting for and that we're waiting for. Shimurim could mean anticipating, like in the Pasuk, the Aviv Shamar Hadavar. So it is a night of Shimurim. It's the night we're waiting for because 
you know, we have a tradition, the redemption will occur in Nisan, like uh, the Nisan Nigalu, the Nisan Asidim Ligal, and Nisan we were redeemed, and we're destined to be redeemed. But further, the Medrash says, the Tesvav, the Nisan Nigalu, the Tesvav, the Nisan Asidim Ligal. Then the 15th of Nisan, we're, we're destined to be redeemed on that precise date. So, although we could be redeemed at any time, it means that date is very predisposed for the potential of redemption. So we're all waiting. We're all shimurim for, for all of these great events to reoccur for us in our times. And, and boy, do we need it. I just want to remind uh, uh, some of the rabbis in our audience. I spent a lot of time this morning discussing or imploring and begging the rabbinic leaders in the diaspora uh, to spend the Shabbos Hagadol Russia with a national message. Spend that time with a national message. Everybody out there, the future of the Jewish peoples in the state of Israel. We've said that a million times. Um, Rabbi Gladstein basically just wrote the drusha for you. Basically, he just wrote, just do the drusha based on why we start with Lashon Abab Haradi Israel and we end with Lashon Abab Yushalayim. Just do that part and you'll be fulfilling an amazing and incredible mission of including a national message in the Shabbos Hagadol Drusha. Rabbi Daniel Gladstein is with us live via telephone. I am sitting here in Jerusalem. He is in the New York area, and we are speaking about the brand new Haggadah, Revolutionary Insights into the Haggadah, the Exodus, and the Final Redemption. Uh, Rabbi Gladstein's work is available at the Art Scroll website. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. All right, Rabbi Gladstein, you know that one of the main reasons we're here is to celebrate, and Bezrat Hashem, Bezrat Hashem. We will uh, uh, be celebrating, including having Shever Brachos at the Seder, if there's a minion. If not, then certainly during the uh, during the Chag. And you said to me uh, that you actually have a Shever Brachos appropriate vart, if you will, based on the new Haggadah. What is that? Well, you know, look, you could not have set me up any better. <laughs> um, I want to take this opportunity on behalf of, you know, your thousands of listeners, to wish you a very uh, hearty mazel tov. Thank you. And uh, the, the chuppah and the chasna should be, we say, b'shah taiva m'tzlachat. Amen. And as, as you're a national, international figure, so you, the wedding in your family should represent the international wedding of, of the Jewish people to Hashem, the night of the Seder. This is one of my favorite uh, concepts, that eating the matzah, is a bond that we have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is unparalleled in any mitzvah we perform. I mean, just think about the act of eating where, you know, we could wear it still and so we're taking the item of the mitzvah, we tie it onto ourselves or we cover ourselves with a talus. But here we're taking the item of a mitzvah and we're ingesting it into ourselves mm. and we're reconstituting our molecules from, from matzah, from an item of a mitzvah. So the eating of a mat of matzah is considered a union with with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. To the extent, and now we understand why it's so important to be careful not to eat matzah prematurely, right? Because we have to wait to uh, consummate the marriage at the appropriate time. And I was I was astonished that in the writing of many of the Rishonim, they discuss that because eating matzah is likened to a wedding. The, there are there are seven blessings that we make at the seder, and they are actually the shava brachos. And there there must be five, six, seven different opinions. What exactly the seven blessings are? Which which blessings are counted? 
But what's really beautiful is the Bill Medine writes that by covering the matzah, that is the badekin, that is, so to speak, preparing the kala for the chuppah. Oh, wow. And many of the many of the customs, in fact, there's even an opinion, if possible, and this is not followed halachically, but it just shows you the extent of, of the importance of this concept, to, if you can, uh, to have a to have a minion at your at your seder to be to fulfill the shever brachos of the seder with the minion. Of course, that's not uh, halachically mandated, right. but nevertheless, it gives you an insight into the the reality of this concept that the uh, seder is an actual shever brachos. And, and and there's so many points here. You know, we we were we were warned we were warned early on that um, that there's a quote-unquote problem or something we need to be aware of because you can't add a kosher bracha to the Dalit Kosos to the four cups of wine. So Rav Moshe actually has a tshuva yeah. about how to do shever brachas at the Seder because of that problem, which was, you know, remarkable that the whole, you know, that we even discussed the issue. It's so funny. And then, yeah. and then, why does a groom not see a bride seven days before the wedding? The same reason we don't eat matzah seven days before the wedding, right? Seven days before the seder. Same reason because it should be, it should be, you should long for it. It should be make be mean be even more meaningful to you when you eventually uh, meet up with that person or meet up with that matzah, which I find fascinating that you, you know, that you alluded to that. There's so many components to this that are so similar. I never even thought of it at my age. How did I not know about this yet? Now do this with me. I know, I know. You say there's probably machlokas in and different versions, but let's let's do it together because. Otherwise, my listener, Josh Levine, is going to be, come on, how can you not mention at least seven of the brachas? So obviously, Kiddush would be the first, okay. right? Kiddush would be the first, obviously, right? Okay. Well, well okay, good. And and in Kiddush, you have, in Kiddush, three brachas, right? You have the Bori Piyadafen. Right. You have... Which, um, by the way, the Bar- and, and I remind you, Bori Piyadafen starts the wedding ceremony <laughs> also. Exactly. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. So Barbara Guff and then the Bracha in Kiddush plus Shekhyonu, okay. that would be a total of three so far. Okay. Then you have uh, what we call Kiddush HaSayom, which, which right. is Baruch HaTashem B'Kadesh Yisrael V'Hazmanim. Right. And then, of course, you have Shekhyonu. Uh, right. And, you know, it's interesting. At, at a Chasana, you typically do not have a Shekhyonu, but the Sfarzim do. But the night of the Seder, we're all making the Shachianu. Right. So we're, all, we're all on it. I, I was saying to myself, I wonder if anybody says a Shachianu at the, at the wedding. And, of course, there's a Sephardic custom to do so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what would be okay. number four? What would then, be the fourth? Um, okay. The Bori Prihadama on the Karpat. Right. That's okay. four. Then you have on the second Kalis Asher Alanu. Right. That's five. And the Bori Prihadafen on the second Kalis. Right. And then Al Matiyas Yadayim. Right. Then Al Matiyas Yadayim. Those are seven. Those are the seven that uh, are identified by the Vilna Gaim. You know, and then he could ask, well, why didn't he count Kamaitsi? Yeah. Why didn't right. he count Al-Hilas Matzah? Right. Yeah, he didn't even. He didn't, he, didn't, have to buy he, the he didn't even count any of the Dalit Kosos <laughs> except for Kiddush. He didn't count any of the extra Dalit Kosos. But lay, look, if it's good for my, it's if it's good for my Sab Elio because we were ten generations from the Vilna Go, and it's good enough for me. <laughs> Simple as that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose yards? Oh no, I was going to say his yard site's coming up, but his yard site is Cholamoyit Sukkis, if I'm not mistaken. It's not Cholamoyit Pesach. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so now um, the Vilna certainly has what to say on the Haggadah. No, no question about. It. Isn't it, if I, am I right that it's the Vilna Gone? Why occasionally we would use two matzahs at a Seder, right? 
That's his. Yeah, yeah, I believe yeah, he used yeah. two matzahs as a seder. So, if I'm not mistaken, he, he was the one who who used two. And uh, now they're in Yerushalayim, and there's so many customs for the uh, Vilna Gon that are followed here. Maybe we'll find some people that are using two uh, two matzahs for their seder. Who knows? <laughs> Rabbi Daniel Gladstein is with us. Rabbi Daniel Gladstein on the Haggadah. It's brand new from Art Scroll. Check it out, artscroll.com, of course. Promo code radio. Uh, all right, let's do a couple of more things um, uh, that have to do with the Haggadah. Um, you know, do you have a unique approach to Dayenu? Is there anything about Dayenu that, uh, you know, th- this whole concept of um, being thankful to the one above and recognizing that if, his th- if, that if his goodness would have ended, if his generosity would have ended at any point during this entire process, that would have been enough. That would have been a, such, so much gratitude we'd have for him just for that. And, of course, Kakarosh uh, Baruch who went ahead and continued uh, this incredible... Um, yeah, uh, I mean, the, yeah, that's an important point. The Gemara tells us about... Uh, somebody who got up to Davin and they started uh, praising Hashem, HaKel, HaGadol, HaGibar, uh, the mighty, the strong, the magnificent, the majestic, and he kept on going and going, and they basically said, you know, yeah, you know remove the guy, enough already. What, what he, he thinks he's going to say all the praises of Hashem. So Gemara teaches us that when you praise Hashem, you have to just say the script and don't add anything, because you can't possibly... Uh, pronounce, you can po- possibly articulate all of God's praises. And yet the night of the Seder, we do just the opposite. We say, if Hashem would have just done this, it would, be, it would have been enough. And we go on and right. on and on and on. And we even say, you know, the more you do, the better off you are. I mean, that flies in the face of what we normally say when it comes to tefillah. But the answer is, is very important, very basic. And that is, if somebody was down in the dumps, and they had no money, and they had no clothing, and they had no family, and a benefactor came and swept them out of a pit and dressed them and gave them a job and helped them get married and build a family. If you would go over to that effect and say, thank you, that would be terrible. Right. Just thank you? Well, well, I can't possibly thank the person for everything. Well, well, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Start and do as much as you can. When it comes to gratitude, you have to express yourself as much as possible. Otherwise, it would be kifoy taiva. It would really be ingratitude. And the night of the day there, the, you know, it, it's amazing. <laughs> we talk about the word hadada. What does that word mean? Where does it come from? Where does the word hadada come from? And there's an amazing comment of Avodraham one of the Rishayim, who says the word Hanada comes from a Pasuk in Parshat Kisavai by a farmer who brings his first fruit up to Jerusalem, and he says the word, I proclaim today. The Targum translates the word as the Oidinat, I thank you today. The word Hanada means thank you. That is wow. the definition of the word. And therefore, it, it, to fulfill that, we have to be as descriptive as possible. We have to break down all the gifts of Hashem, one by one by one. We have to try not to leave even a single one out. When we praise Hashem, when we talk about a greatness, we just read the script. But when we thank Hashem, and that's the objective of the night of the day that, 
and you mentioned from your Zayda, the Vilna Gain, where right. many, many of the themes of the Zayda are in the number of four, whether it's the four questions and the four sons and the four cups of wine, uh, corresponding to the four people who have to bring gratitude to Hashem, one who crossed the sea, one who crossed the desert, one who's healed, one who's let out of prison. And we, we experience all of these those benefits when we left Egypt. So right. The main theme of the Haggadah is uh, gratitude and other spots. Oh, that is great. That is just great. Again, one of those varts I'd never heard before. The four corresponding to the four who are um, who are required to bench Gomel, right? Who are required to publicly express yeah, gratitude yeah, in that yeah. unique manner. Yeah. Uh, we call Berchas If you're not yeah. familiar with that, folks, consult with your, with your rabbi. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and that, and that corresponds to that. Rabbi Gladstein, I need you to do one more thing for me. Uh, as we remind everybody that Rabbi Daniel Gladstein has the brand new Haggadah, go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio. One more thing, you know, there are people who just don't read. There are, and this is not a criticism, it's just a reality. They don't enjoy it. Uh, and there are people who regret they sit at the Seder. They don't have anything to say. So I want to give everyone out there who, who wants to participate but finds it, you know, find themselves the biggest obstacle to participating, I want to give them a vart that they will not forget between now and next Wednesday night. How about telling everybody about the, uh, the vart that the Rav Nachman of Breslov has when it comes to the four suds? Okay. Because <laughs> I think people, uh, I think people will, rem- will remember this cute vart. You're referring to to shacharis? Correct. The word shacharis. Okay. Okay. So, um, there's this amazing revelation of the mess of Breslov, where the uh, famous, the historic seder, where Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Levi Nazaria. They keep in the pack and they're sitting in the Nebrak and they're talking about the story the whole night. And they got so carried away, students had to come and say, Rabbis, Higia Zaman Kriyashima Shal Shacharis. And Ramachim of Russell says, that word Shacharis is the trigger word of the very important word. Shin stands for Sheina Yadea Lisho. Ches, Chacham. Reish, Rasha. Taf, Tam. In other words, it's time to address all four sons. This is the night of Shachar. It's the night where all children are given the front row seat. It's a, it's a night where we address every child. And it's really amazing that the Torah has what to offer and what to say to every type of person. It's just whether a person is uh, curious, wise, if a person is, is uh, what we call a rush house, a person has uh, challenges with the of a rush. Whatever a person's personality is, whatever a person's inclinations are, the Torah has what to say to them. And that's why we begin the four sons and say, Baruch Shanasan Torah La'amar Yisrael. Blessed are you, God, that you gave us such a magnificent Torah that has what to say to every type of person, in every generation, in every time, in every era. And that's the greatness of our Torah, that it's timeless. And, uh, that's why in every generation there are always new commentaries and new insights. It's endless. It's infinite. Look, and the, uh, and the, and the, bo- and the bottom and the bottom line is there's such an important message here. 
parents, teachers, rabbeim, everybody, those who concentrate for good reason, not a criticism, on their own self-development, especially when it comes to Torah and davening and Sipriyot Yisutraim, etc. Let us not forget one of the most important parts of all of our missions, and that's to make sure the four types of children, every category of child, is addressed the way they need to be and is addressed as often as possible. Yeah. That's, and, my, uh, that's my takeaway from that. that. That that's that's the you know interesting. There's one child who's not there at the seder, and I know there's a famous take on this, but uh, my take on it on this is the one child that's not at the seder is the tzaddik. Right. You have a chacham, but you don't have a tzaddik because we're trying to groom all of our children to be that tzaddik, and that's the objective of the evening that we should elevate all of our children in our entire family and especially ourselves become the Rabbi Gladstein, you're going to enhance a lot of people's storm this year. That I can tell you. I hope we didn't reveal too much. There's still plenty for people to read, right? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. We, we just scratched the surface. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbi Gladstein, I take this opportunity to wish you a chag kosher for Sameach. Mazel tov on the brand new Haggadah. It's spectacular. And I hope a lot of people out there will take advantage and uh, and get it and enjoy it starting this coming Wednesday night. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Rabbi Daniel Gladstein, everybody. Oh, yeah, not this coming, not this upcoming Wednesday, but next Wednesday night, of course. Rabbi Daniel Gladstein on the Haggadah. Check it out, everybody. It's an Art Scroll publication. You know what that means. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio, artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for your free shipping and major discount. We've got plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Shana Habo, Birushalayim, Birushalayim, Abinuya. 
play Lashon Haba, that one from Leva Nefesh after that incredible discussion about the words Lashon Haba Ba'ar Yisrael and Lashon Haba Yerushalayim with Rabbi Glatstein. I thank him very, very much. I apologize. In hour number two this morning, we were supposed to have our Yeshiva League sports update, but I didn't get to it and I apologize for that. So I know there's a lot of sports action going on with the tournament and so many other things. So uh, it is now a pleasure uh, a little bit late, uh, just about an hour or so late, but still my pleasure to present our Yeshiva League Sports Update on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Here is Elliot Weiselberg. Thanks, Nachum. Straight ahead on the Tuesday morning JM the AM Sports Update. The Sarachek Tournament caps off our winter sports coverage. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. 24 teams converged on Yeshiva University this past weekend to vie for one of the three tier championships at the 2023 Red Sarachek Memorial Basketball Tournament. Eight Yeshiva League teams were among the participants, including last week's league championship combatants North Shore and Frisch. Unfortunately for both teams, neither would reach the final. However, the league was well represented on Championship Monday. In the Tier 3 championship, JEC upended Kohelet 52-42. The Thunder shook off a day one loss to Fuchs Mizrahi to take victories over Maimo and Masifta of Greater Philadelphia to reach the final. Yosef Heller took home the MVP for the Tier. Tier 2 saw DRS fall to that same Fuchs Mizrahi team. DRS found itself in the Tier 2 following a qualifier loss to Megan David to begin the tournament. DRS defeated Rashi and Berman, but could not overcome the mayhem, who also took out TABC on their road to the final. The 53-39 victory by the 14th seed over the Wildcats was set in motion early with a 22-4 first quarter stretch that allowed Fuchs to coast the rest of the way. The main event of the tournament, however, was the Tier 1 final, which saw 2nd seed Valley Tora take on 5th seed SAR. The Sting earned their way to championship Monday by knocking off the tournament top seed Shalheved in a stunner on semifinal Sunday 57-55, behind 23 points from Akiva Shanzer. 
Valley Torah punched their ticket by defeating Cali rival Eula by 10. The Sting rolled out to a 16-6 lead, but the Wolfpack were resilient, chipping away and closing the gap to one at the half 31-30. The second half was all Valley, as the Wolfpack rode 17 points from Johnny Dan to their second straight Tier 1 championship. With Saracek drawing to a close, so too does the 2022-2023 winter sports season. Tune in after the Pesach holiday for soccer, boys volleyball, girls hockey, softball, and baseball as the JM and the AM Sports Update turns the focus to the spring. And that was your Tuesday morning JM and the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg. Thank you, Elliot, and uh, an amazing job always every single week, usually 7.20 a.m. Eastern Time. For the Yeshiva League Sports Update, a drop late this week, and I apologize for that. We're live in Jerusalem. My name is Nachum Siegel. It's JM in the AM. Well, we got the brand-new link to the brand-new video by the Y-Studs. It's called Don't Stop, We're Leaving. <laughs> Gorf also alerted me to this. Don't Stop, We're Leaving. Here it is at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Unbelievable. Really nice video. Really, really done well. The words, the lyrics, which I'm I'm such a big fan when it comes to great lyrics. I mean, this is, you know, this is as good as schlock rock type lyrics. Really amazing. Why studs with Don't Stop or Leaving. It's brand new. The video's out. It's got some views out there. A couple of thousand already. And congratulations to the Why studs. Don't Stop or Leaving is the name of the pre-Pesach offering from the Why studs for 5-7. Eight, three. JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. 20 minutes before the hour in Jerusalem. Mayor Ferdig tomorrow. Thursday, our full panel for Pesach. Make sure to uh, send us your Pesach questions about Pesach products or actually any question regarding getting ready for Pesach. It's uh, Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M at NahumSiegel. N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Make sure to put the words Pesach question in the subject line. Ellie Marcus next, JM in the AM. העולם כבר מוכן, זה לא סתם שכולם מנסים את הרעב להשקיעה. לא רעב של הגוף, רק לראות את פניו, את אורו של מלך המשיח. רק צריך עוד פוש קטן להוקן. אז נקרא בקור גדול לבחד, מלוקד פה לעד, מלאכי Thank <laughs> you.
in the AM. Yosef Chaim with Vesein. You heard Malach Elyon done by Eli Marcus on a JM in the AM Tuesday morning, nine days away from Pesach. Tomorrow, Mayor Fertig is in. On uh, Thursday, we'll do our full Pesach program with the uh, Pesach panel. Join us for that. Always fun. If you have a Pesach question, email it now. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Again, Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Email it now and um, make sure to use subject Pesach question. Again, make sure to use Pesach question as the subject of your email. All right. Uh, Thursday is the panel. Friday, we hope to do a weekly update. Obviously, uh, a lot is dependent on the schedule here in general pre-Simcha, but we are anticipating being able to uh, present a full Thursday show and a full Friday show. Please, God, we will figure it out. More coming up. Brand new Eitan Katz, JM in the AM. Shabbat Shalom. 
Eitan Katz, brand new off of the uh, of Mishmar album here at JM in the AM. Well, we're ready to close things out for a Tuesday, and I thank all of you for tuning in. Don't forget, Avrami is hosting a live lunch between 11 and 1. Avrami between 11 and 1 for a Tuesday live lunch. Tomorrow morning, it's Mayor Fertig, and don't forget that on Thursday, we have our full panel for the, uh, excuse me, for the pre-Pesach program. And if you have a question for the panel, simply send it to us, nachomandnachomsegel.com. Again, nachomandnachomsegel.com. Make sure to include the words Pesach question in the subject line. Yisachar Drawer closes out a Tuesday for us here at JM in the AM. Oh, and a reminder, uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, Israel at 75. Uh, Rabbi Hertzberg and um, Rabbi David Hertzberg and an incredible weekly presentation about Israel at 75 and the history of the last 75 years that follows next, five minutes from now, Israel at 75, or by David Hertzberg right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs>
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. For the listeners, sponsored digital radio, around the world, and AlchemySegal.com, and the AlchemySegal Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing and incredible day for us here at JMNAM and the AlchemySegal Network. Rabbi David Hertzberg is next with Israel at 75. I've run me with a live lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Mayor Furtick tomorrow. Uh, do as much chesed as you can. Do something nice for somebody or for a family before the holiday of Pesach. And hopefully they'll go ahead and extend that chain of chesed by doing something similar for someone else. doesn't have to be expensive. Just keep someone else in mind before the big holiday that starts next Wednesday night. And I thank you all, of course, for tuning in and being part of this great radio experience. Speaking of Chesed, don't forget our friends at NCSY. They are, they are um, accepting your donation of tickets for underprivileged children and their families. Go to ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. At the very top, it says, Donate Tickets. Be as generous as possible, please. ncsygreatadventure.com, Donate Tickets. Have a fabulous Tuesday, till tomorrow, or till Thursday. Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.